Welcome to episode 3 of the Don Talk It's the big Don himself, the big dribbler To the left of me, I had the homeboy Got dripped on too smooth, so left of me you got Bortles in the building Alejandro Today we're gonna be talking about a whole bunch of different topics But we're gonna start off with the Ray Shawbrook situation Yes sir You know, that to me, seeing that was really It was a really intriguing uh, incident Cause I personally feel like that man shouldn't have died. He was just minding his business. He knew this something wrong, but he did not deserve to die in that situation. So, um, a quick overview, you know. Um, apparently, he was at a Wendy's. Was down in Atlanta, right? Yes. And then, uh, yeah, um, he was down in Wendy's. You know, he packed, he parked his car because he felt that he couldn't drive. That he, he said in the video he couldn't drive because he was drunk or whatever. So he was going to stay in his car so he felt better or when he felt he was ready to uh, leave or whatever. So, which, is, which is what you should do. Yeah. If you're not feeling up to it, do not drive. You can fall asleep at the wheel. You could, that's how people die. Yeah. That's what you should do. Stop over somewhere. Sleep. Take a nap. And then when you feel, you feel you're ready, that's when you should head out. Yeah. So he was doing that and then apparently somebody in the Wendy's had called because he was in the way for other cars getting to the drive through or whatever. So the cops came in, you know, had a little conversation with him. Uh, initially, from the, the the incident file that I seen, the case file, it was it wasn't a bad conversation between him and the officer. It was not it was nothing aggressive. He was planning to just leave him there, but then the other officer came in and then basically damn near forced him into having that breathalyzer test to see if he was intoxicated. And after that, being that Rashad Brooks was already Rashad Brooks, excuse me, was already on probation. He felt as if if he was to stay in that situation, with him getting arrested, he would go back to jail and it'd be the whole cycle all over again. So he ended up fighting back, resisting arrest or whatever, and trying to escape the situation. You know, things escalated and then he eventually got shot and he eventually ended up dying from uh, those gunshot wounds. And then the two officers involved are Garrett Rolf and Devin Brosnan. Garrett Rolf is facing about 11 charges felony charges to be exact and Devin Brosnan is also facing about three charges so what do y'all think about the Ray Sharpbrook situation because personally I feel like that shit is not cool I have um, I have mixed feelings about this situation no he he didn't Ray Sharpbrooks did not deserve to die but I don't know because people are going to be mad about my opinion on this he shouldn't have ran I get that he was scared about going back to jail and everything, but if you know you're you're not doing anything wrong, they can't arrest you for being drunk in your car in a parking lot. They can't. None. That wasn't even because like him getting arrested. That would be in violation of his probation. It was it was but all centered he, around his violation. But he didn't do anything. Him being drunk. But yeah. he wasn't driving his car. And, and he admitted to driving while yeah. being drunk to the police officer. I just feel like if he hadn't ran. He would have just got arrested. He was. He would live to see another day. He would live to fight another day. And it was just. Yeah. That's just but then on the other end, those police officers, they did not have to shoot him at all. Right. They did not. You could have ran after him. He wasn't gonna go anywhere far. You have a police car. He's, he's walking. He's running. Um. And the only thing dangerous, well, semi-dangerous, he had in his hand was a taser that he took off of one of you officers. All you had to do, there was another officer with another taser. All you had to do was hit him with the taser, or even even if you wanted to pull out your gun, you could have shot him somewhere less lethal, like his leg, somewhere that wouldn't have killed him, but you just resorted to, to violence and, and murdering a, a, a person. And, you and, I, and I feel like you shouldn't just jump to murder. You should take steps to arrest somebody and, and put them to trial. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Yes, it's bad that he ran, but... What, what was he gonna do to you? Tase you to, like, tase you to guns. death? You have guns, you have batons, whatever the fuck, everything at your disposal. And you choose to just gun somebody down. It's not, it's not fair. And even, go ahead. It shows even his wife knew he was a danger to, to the uh, community because she said. Whose wife? Whose wife? Uh, uh, Garrett, well, no, yeah. Garrett no, Mr. no, Mr. Brooks, uh, widow. He, it says that he implored the judge not to grant bail, arguing Mr. Rolf was a danger to the community. That is the Garrett Rolf, the officer facing 11 charges, by the way. For the people His wife, that he lives with, 
knew he was unstable. Word. No, that's sad. When your own shorty know that your head is messed up. That's another thing. The police police departments they don't they don't do checks on their officers they don't do like how do you not check the the, the mental right status of your workers people who can kill people how do you not do that i ain't gonna hold even they mug shots they look crazy like, <laughs> like, they, like they up to no good like man it's just about taking the proper precautions for your job like this is this is a very dangerous job it's a very varying job like different situations can happen you gotta know how to be able to deal with that and you also gotta know who is dealing with these situations you just can't have random people cause they have a badge and a gun out in the field yeah right. and they're just killing people like when, when, you're, when you're giving authority over others you have to really I believe we said this before you have to really be like professional very professional like on your dean 100% way more than the average public because you have you taking lives into your hand. Because you, you don't hear about this with, with other uh, law enforcement. You don't hear about this with the FBI. You don't hear about this with uh, the park police. Yeah. You don't hear about it as much yeah, as the police much. department. But Shoot, if anything, because they have a work. because they have a less rigorous. Uh, uh, they're not, they're not doing the footwork. They don't right? have to. They don't have as much training. I'm saying. Yeah, I catch a drum. They don't have enough rigorous training. Right. So they go out and do whatever the fuck they please. Well, like, excuse my language. Like for everything that I see with all of the police incidents, it's almost as if the American American society is trying. It, it almost as if it portrays this image as a black life is easily recoupable. Like the value connected to an individual's life, especially them being a person of color, is really like lessened because you get to see week after week how the same thing happens over and over and over and over again. It's not a one-time thing that we're getting, that we're seeing at, at this point. It's constant. It's happening every day. So it's almost as if the American society in general doesn't really value the lives of Black people. Because as a cop, your it's not just your life that's involved in your job. The lives of others are involved in your job. So if you're not on top of your shit and then you're just freeballing it and you think it's cool, other people's lives are affected. People can we see this. People could die. And then you expect us to not like tough on you but to not speak on it because out here like week after week we see this over and over and over again it's, it, it's a reoccurring factor and what they don't realize is that when they do bad at their job it makes people more cautious towards them more more hateful towards yeah. them and that makes it harder for them to do their job that makes it that makes it harder for everybody so it's like when you make a mistake as big as this it affects literally everyone. Yeah. Even, even makes the it, good it, cops. Even like yourself. Yeah, you can put yourself up. in more danger because people, some people, they don't care if you're a police officer. They, they'll kill you regardless. They don't give right. a shit. Yeah. They don't give a shit. It's like, so it's like, you just put yourself in more danger every time you decide to make a, a bad decision. If they raise their own stigma. And they're going to say, oopsie, my fad, my bad. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I think it's okay, but not. Why are you facing 11 charges? As Three charges, as you should. As he should. And apparently the the Devin Brosnan guy, when after Rashad Brooks was shot, he was living. But the dude stood on his shoulders, you know, acting like his life wasn't any worth, like worth anything. Like, oh, we're just going to stand over him and watch him die. Like, on some casual shit. Like, it's cool. You feel me? So he no, definitely, they both deserve to go to jail. Indefinitely. Like, I don't want to see them out. Like I said the last time, the homeboys in jail, if y'all come across these dudes, handle your business. <laughs> handle your business. Nah, they, they should've got life, no cap. They deserve life. They should've got life. You're, you're watching somebody pass away right in front of you. That's, that's, that's animalistic. Desensitized. They don't care. Like, it's like, okay, we're just gonna watch him die. That, you could live with watching somebody die right in front of you? That's crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. What you think about I mean, I was just letting y'all talk. I didn't want to cut you off. But, um, you know, I mean, it's wrong because, first off, like y'all said earlier, he was minding his business. He did the right thing. He was sleeping in the car. And, you know, and then even the part where, you know, he started running. And, yeah, he did use the taser. But it's like, now that you shot him, who did you protect? You know? First off, like, he, the taser wasn't going to kill you. You know what I mean? So, and then he shot, like, what, three shots? Yeah, that was messed up, you know? Because he was like, the guy was, yeah, I understand, he was violent. Even, what's her name? Um, 
Kendra's Owens, I think that's her name, right? Kendra's Owens. Kendra's Owens. She yeah. posted it on her Instagram. She was like, oh, you know, he's a criminal. You know, these cops shouldn't face. There's something wrong with her. She need help. You know, that was wrong. I think it was wrong. Top, was wrong. top point guard for the Cool Squad. Storm point guard for the Cool Squad. That was wrong. This all just comes back to the whole criminal justice system in the United States. As soon as they kill you, they try to paint you as, as, as something bad. It's like, yeah. Just because you're a criminal don't mean you're a bad person. And Hope it wasn't don't even mean a criminal. Like, it don't mean you deserve to die. Yeah. That doesn't don't mean anything. That. There's plenty, of, there's plenty of different options and different routes you can go about before killing a human being. There's, there's mental institution for first. There's rehabilitation centers. And then there's support off the bat. If you got a lot of support behind you, anybody can make a change. It's just, it's like the value associated with a black man or a black woman is always to me. It's always lessened. So it's easier for them to take another person's life. Regardless of their race, especially if they're black, it's like, oh yeah, he's black. It don't really matter. Shoot him. What's, that's what's scary to think about. Yeah. You know, that's scary. It is, but that's, that's, that's the reality we live in. That's life. That's the reality we live in. It could be life we live. <laughs> <laughs> like I was saying, this all just ties into the whole the criminal justice system that we have in this country. It really it, it benefits off of racial disparities in different communities, right. whether it be people of color, especially people of color. Because whether y'all know it or not, the United States holds about what? About 2.4 million people behind bars, and it only has about, what's the percentage? About 25% of its prisoners are black. Now, actually, 60% of its prisoners are people of color, and it holds 25% of the whole entire world's uh, population right. of people who are in prison. That's what I was about to say. That doesn't make no sense. Like, if you only have less than a quarter of the world's population, you should not be housing 25% right. of everybody incarcerated in the whole world. Yeah, we're, we're leading in the world with people in prison by far. Not by a little bit, by weight, like, like by millions. Like, what, like, if, if you were to ask me, like, I understand everybody's, nobody's perfect. Everybody has their own little imperfections or whatever. So when you mess up, yeah, you have to be corrected. You have to be put on the right path. But... Our justice system, especially the prison system, does not do that. All they do is just put you behind bars, put you in non-humanitarian uh, environments, put you in positions where you're just like demeaned as a human they being. Set, they, they set you up for fail after you've already failed. Yeah. There's no help whatsoever. It's like... Mm-hmm. The point of as, as they're is making to, to punish and correct. You know what I'm saying? It's to... to, to, to that's why sometimes they go, they, um, they leave, and they come back. The purpose of prison is to, to, to punish you for your, your actions, but then there's, there's supposed to also be a, um, a correction. So you're, they're supposed to help you to, to fix your future, you feel what I'm saying? So you don't end up coming back. They're yeah. supposed to help you um, rehabilitate yourself. Facts, re- rehabilitation. Like they're supposed to help you fix yourself after you get out of jail because a lot of people can't find work after they get out of jail yeah, they don't have families to go back to it's hard it's hard so it shouldn't just a, it shouldn't just be throw, like you go to throw you in a cell give you three meals a day and then kick you out yeah when it's, when it's time to finish and, and it's also it's also business too because um i don't know who i don't know who told me this like during corona they had the uh you know they had them working for like since yeah. Like sense to make like um, hand sanitizers and, and you know mm. stuff like that. You know they, they it, America is a business country. Yeah, They're all greedy, money. you know. So it's like they it came to a point where well we've seen it for years. Um, it came to a point where they just put money and, and you know just power over human beings, and that's the result of, of all what's going on right now. You know it's just greed. You know you do so, know it, it costs money to go to jail, right? Taxpayers' money are basically used to fund, not fund, but take care of all these prisoners. Jail is a big financial aspect of America. It's a business. It's a business. It's a booming business. Which leads to the next topic of mass incarceration. Slavery was never abolished. It just evolved. And it was this prison system that we we deal with today. Yeah, like, I'm I'm, going to restate this. The United States holds 5% of the world's population. But holds 25% of everybody incarcerated in the world. Yep. That's a country. huge ass gap. Mm. 5% of the people in the whole world. 
but you're holding 25% of everybody who's in prison. Like, that just shows you how much effort people put, the government puts, the American society puts into incarcerating people. Mm. They like that shit. It makes the money. It makes it makes a lot of money. And they, they, I feel like they can get over on people because a lot of people aren't educated. A lot of people, they don't, they don't know their rights. Yeah. And that's how they get tricked into to being arrested and all different kinds of things. If, if a lot of people, if all these people in prison right now knew their rights, a lot of people wouldn't be there. Right. Yeah. It's a game, you know? The that, game that, has a lot that of That just shows that you have to, you have to get educated. You have to educate yourself. You have to read. You have to. I don't even like reading, but for something as important as this, I swear to God, I hate reading. But yeah. for something like this, like knowing your rights, mm-hmm. I'll read my. Yeah, you ass gotta off. read your ass. That's your life. You read. You know, you gotta. Yeah. I rather read. I rather read for mad long than then die. Sure. Forever. Right. right. You know. School. They gotta. They gotta read. Read. Uh, what's the word for it? Like read. Rearrange the. The teach. The, you know how they teach. What they teach. You know. But school don't want you to know that. They don't want you to learn these things. Stuff. You know, and it's like I feel like you know when when it when it's about like when it comes to like when I say like you know knowledge is important, we're not talking about calculus, we're not talking about all this extra, you know, extra, you know, it's it's things that that's relevant to our you know daily base, you know, that that's relevant to our lives on a daily basis. That's what you need to be informed, you know, informed about. Right. So you know, and that's what we lack, especially you know us. The black community, we like that a lot because we don't seek that anymore. There's, there's a lot of smart people. They just don't have common sense. And, and not, not even. They, they're not seeking knowledge. We don't. You see, a lot of people don't want knowledge. They don't want to learn. It's like the the what what makes them like um you know it's like we can, they find gains through other things mm-hmm. you know so it's like we don't we don't need any knowledge. It's like uh, we have plenty of yeah to the point where to the point where you know reading is a. Reading is corny. Right. Oh, it's, all, it's not corny to me. That, I just don't like it. I know, but a lot of people believe in right. that. You know, all that all that comes from the stigma portrayed with the game of knowledge. Because think about it, back in slavery, the biggest thing they did not want you to have was knowledge. Learn how to read, learn how to write. So once you educate yourself, you get enlightened about different things. So if you cut off that part, if you're in the dark, you're a lot more susceptible towards different right. things. You're more likely to be controlled. Right. You can't so, learn. You can't grow. Right. Even so. even till now. The image has been put up as education or educating yourself, enlightening yourself. That image has been associated with white people. Right. So reading is like, oh no, nah, I'm not gonna read it. That shit not cool. Yeah. That's some white people shit. Like, you feel me? That image has been associated with white people for so long that it's got to a point where black kids don't want to read because it's like, oh, this is not for us. Mm-hmm. And they might they might not realize that themselves at a young age. That's the reality because from slavery, you're not supposed to be reading. You ain't white, you can't read, you're not supposed to read. Right. Like, what, what you reading for? Like you feel what you're reading for, right? So as time goes on, they they keep trying to push this image of don't don't try to educate yourself. Try to find happiness or freedom, quote unquote, through different mediums. Right. So people people rather go buy Jordans than buy a book. Yeah. Rather go buy shoes or clothes than buy a book. Mm-hmm. Because the value they have in your head of a certain amount of clothes or a certain amount of shoes is higher than the value of educating yourself. That all comes back to the stigma associated from slavery. And you can't even say that's cat because we do it. We all are a victim. All of us. I, I wish y'all could see. I wish y'all could see us right now. I'm a victim. <laughs> we all. I wish victim. y'all could see us. I, mean, right I, I buy books, but I, we all. We all guilty. We all guilty. It's just a matter is, of changing and growing and developing. Yes, sir. What I say is, knowledge is the best thing that you can have. It's the coolest thing you can ever have. It, it, it's cool to be the, the only person in the room that knows how to do something. Mm-hmm. Like. Even with this podcast, I feel cool that I'm the only person that knows how to work this shit. <laughs> no cap. Courtney is our and he's our backbone to this Courtney, podcast. Courtney's a big producer. Like, knowledge is cool as hell, bro. Right. Yeah, knowledge, knowledge is cool as hell. Knowledge is important. I'm, 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 I want y'all to remember this, what I'm saying. Money is not power, all right? Fame is not power. Uh, uh, you know. Tell them smile. Yeah, it's, it's, these things, that's not. First off, money is, is power to a certain extent. But what you really need in your life is knowledge. You know, in this country that we live in, we have to to be to be a top, to be uh, uh, to be yeah, successful. Elite. You you have to uh, have knowledge. You know, and I'm gonna point this out. Knowledge. Don't just get knowledge to keep it to yourself. With knowledge, you want to try to gain wisdom, because wisdom is the application of knowledge. 
is the you gaining the knowledge and you applying it. Right. Once you learn how to do that, you become wise. And once you become wise, you can affect a whole bunch of different people. Right. But so don't just gain knowledge and try to keep it to yourself. There's no reason for you to be learning all this stuff that's relevant and for you to just be like, okay, I'm not going to see nothing. Right. There's no yeah. point to doing that. So if you do gain knowledge and if you do have knowledge, do your best to try to educate other people. That sparked a chain reaction like Andrew said last week. Right. It might spark another person's mind and before you know it, your whole community might change right before your eyes. Mm-hmm. Right just, before your eyes. It's just like they said in that um in that Gangstar album, he was like, It don't matter what you from, you Jew it, Judaism, yeah, yeah, Buddhism, yeah, yeah. old schoolism and new schoolism. If you not schooling the youth with wisdom, you're not keeping it right, you're keeping it wrong. Yeah. You're not you're not impacting nothing. Because <laughs> if everybody around you is not coming up with you, you're losing. Right. Yeah. It's either all y'all eat or all y'all start. Everybody, everybody. Because think about it like this: if 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 you're around ten broke people, you the eleventh one. <laughs> but if you're yeah. around ten rich people, you, you the eleventh one. Right. It's just like that. Like if you if y'all all share the information, the knowledge, y'all all gonna come up together and y'all y'all have y'all be successful. Right especially 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 our nemesis right now, you know. Um, But um, you know, our, uh, to to uh, I should I say this to overcome our nemesis right now, it it doesn't take one person. It takes a very very large population of people, you know. So that's why it's important to educate, you know, the people around you, you know, because you can't we can't it doesn't what, what we're facing right now. We need like we need a lot of a lot of people. So. Yeah, it's, not a, it's not a one person situation yeah. It's not a one person problem It's a global problem And every every person of color I'm not just going to segregate and just be like black people yeah. Every person of color to some extent And to some degree has experienced some kind of Some racially motivated Situation that has put them down Or has kept them down So as a group of people As a group of individuals We need to tackle this together It's not just a one person thing Because then it's not going to go nowhere Leading from the mass incarceration part, we're going to talk about the parole system. Because initially, from what I believe, the criminal justice system should have been to not just to punish people, but to try to reform them and to push the betterment of themselves. But a lot of the times when people go to jail, they just end up coming back with the same kind of mindset, the same kind of ideologies, and the same lifestyle. The prison system does not teach them in any kind of way to improve themselves. Only a few people who go to jail come back being better than themselves. A very few percentage, because if you think about it, right, a lot of times when people hop on, like, parole or probation, they give them so many rules and regulations to where it's almost realistic for you to succeed. Like, oh, you can't hang out after 8 o'clock. You can't go see your kids on this day. You can't do this. You can't do that. So if you put on all these different limitations on an individual who might already have a felony record, now he has to worry about, how am I going to get a job? And how am I going to get a job and maneuver through all these rules and regulations to where I don't mess up and I can still keep my job, I can still have some kind of life. Because a lot of times, it's like prison, but you're not in prison when you're on probation. And then that's times, too, if you got a family to feed. Imagine having a family to feed with rules. Yeah, imagine having responsibilities. So I definitely feel like with the whole criminal justice system, the correctional system, parole, probation, that needs to be readdressed because it just... it, all these, it, all these systems are old. Though. Yeah, nobody, right. nobody thinks to to renew them or talk right. about it, and make it new. Well, it's like, all right, we gonna do the same stuff we've been doing because it's working, right. we're making money. I have a question. What's the difference between probation and parole? It's like I don't even see nothing stupid, but <laughs> I start stuttering. But let's say this: right? parole is more like community supervision. Oftentimes when you're on probation, you did a crime, but it's probably like your first offense or your second offense. So they put you on probation with a probation officer who's going to check up on you weekly to make sure that you're quote-unquote improving yourself, that you're getting better, quote-unquote, right? But parole would be more of like a community sense, like not just one person. So the whole community is involved with trying to look to see if you're bettering yourself, Uh, that kind of thing. But like most or more than the only way to get probation if you get off on like good behavior. Okay, yeah, okay. so uh, guys, I have a friend named Google. He 
told me that parole <laughs> means the release of a prisoner temporarily for a special purpose or permanently before the completion of a sentence on the promise of good behavior. And then probation. Probation is the release of an offender from detention subject to a period of good behavior under supervision. They're alike, but they got a couple um, differences. differences. Yeah. Depending on pro- the crime you probably committed. But like, Starting back from the abolishment of slavery, I was given that that bat, that background information. Like for example, like in 1865, when um, when the Civil War came to an end, uh, Congress had passed a law for the abolishment of slavery, except, except as a crime punishment. So if you committed the crime, you were going to jail. You were going to be a slave again. The worst part, the, the black card almost was after all these slaves were free, they had no jobs, mm-hmm. no money, mm-hmm. nowhere to go. So they institute all these little laws as oh, if you steal a piece of bread, you can go to jail for 60 years. Or right. that. Because they know that you're more likely to do stuff like this because you have nothing at all. So with, with, with those laws being instituted, whenever y'all do something that's even of the slightest bit, like, oh yeah, he's going to jail. And he's basically back in the slave rotation. Gonna work on the farm, you know, hard, and it wasn't no like light work. Like he was working, right? He was breaking back work, mm-hmm. that type of vibes. And they was gonna make sure these laws were enforced because at this time in America, 1865, what more than 50 percent of America's uh, wealth was generated through slavery. So when you take slavery, when you take away the economy, so we tell the American people and the white people who were on top at this point in time. Mm-hmm. They weren't making their money, so they were all for this. Yeah, this like I said this um, and I jail. Feel like, I feel like a lot of these sentences are extremely long. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. some of these people never getting out before they die. It's, a con- it's, it's like, like a contract. Like what? You know, like I said, it's business. It goes back to business. Like, Greed the, and business. The point of this is so they can get out and be a better person. But how you how they supposed to you know get that, out and be better if they in there for the rest of their life? Like. That's what they tell you. They want you to get out and be yeah. a bad person, but they want you to come back. They should do some more time, make some more money for this system. So you might as well. You might as well give the listeners some uh, examples of the laws that was passed. Uh, no, the uh, you know how you talked about how like after there was there was enforcing laws mm-hmm. to put these 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 sla- these so ex slaves back in slavery again. Right. What was what was some of the laws passed? Some of the laws passed. Well, that was the law passed, but some of like the examples were, um, well, like I know, I know one of them was uh, if you didn't have a home, mm-hmm. you would be put in well, prison. A- another one was, yeah. Uh, let's go back a little bit before this was passed. Free black people couldn't reside in Alabama, which was the most, which was the most, um, where the most slaves were, and the mm-hmm. most slaves were um, traded off. Yeah, that was the that was like the, the slave, main slave port, Alabama. Mm-hmm. You couldn't be free and black and live in Alabama. You, you only way you were um, able to live in Alabama if you were black was if you were enslaved. So mm-hmm. you could only work and live there. And it was like that. It was like that in a lot of parts um, in the South. Even if it wasn't legal, yeah. they would. You know, the people would make you like leave and go other places that or on the, on the countryside. So it was a lot of it was a lot of it was tough for the black people. And, back the, and the reason why I had you like to thrive, I had you you know use that at least that one example is because I want y'all to to understand you know that that was to put us literally us black people back in slavery. Mm-hmm. That's so you know because of you know that that just shows that just shows even today. That might be. That's what I'm saying. The the mass incarceration, you know, is it, it started because of racism, you know. Like this, this just draws to the fact that I think I said this last week. Racism is not just found on ignorance and hate. Once you realize that you can benefit financially off of racial disparity mm-hmm. or off racially motivated things, that financial gain is going to be the driving force. Right. Now, after you gain that financial gain, then you might be like. I need something to validate me doing this. So I'm going to demean this person's race as a, as a method to 
institute that, okay, I'm getting money off of this, and I'm right because you're this and you're that, mm-hmm. because you're less than me. It's not just ignorance and hate. You need to understand that. Because ignorance and hate, yeah, those those are factors involved, right. but the financial gain that they've got from the start, that's, the drive that's what drives us. That's the motivation. Money is the motivation. Right. Money is the a motivation. lot of things, a lot yeah. of evil. It's crazy because, and, and even like going back, like, you can go on and on. In 1808, the demand for slaves grew from 40,000 slaves to 435,000 slaves in one year. God. That's how much generation, that's how much um, wealth was generated off slaves alone in this time of, in, in, this, in America. So when, so when they took away slavery, they took away the money. Slavery was the money this country yeah. was built on our ancestors' backs. Mm-hmm. For free. For free. So when you take that away, you take away, you taking money from their pocket. So they had to turn to mass incarceration. Can't nobody tell, ever tell me to forget that. You can't Shoot. tell me to forget that. Never. I don't care if I, I don't care if I'm Haitian or if I didn't go through it, but I'm still black. Right. So that's still my people. Right. All the, the suffering, Never. the psychological damage. Never. It's a lot. And then we're gonna we're gonna dive into um to today's society. African Americans are six times more likely to go to prison for committing the same crime as a Caucasian. For example, like remember um the Jody Foster, I believe it was? Or there was this lady from Connecticut who was um she was cheating for her daughter's SATs. Oh yeah. She got thirty days for bribery. And then a black mom who sent her child, her sent her child yeah, to a different, different school, district, school district got yeah. twelve years. Mm. And the one thing they do is this is another little trick they have that, especially down south. I was talking about this earlier. But hold on, wait, hold on. Mind you, the lady was homeless. The black lady was wow. homeless. Wow. Continue wow. though. But like I was saying earlier, I was talking, to, I was talking to him about it. But the trick they have is every time you get charged with a crime, and it's gonna be heard by a jury. They pick juries where they know that you're going to be found guilty. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a whole bunch, especially if you're black, there's going to be a whole bunch of white folks that you've never seen before, you never heard of, and they're going to be in there judging you based off a bunch of prejudice ideas that they have in their mind. So even before they hear a case, a lot of these times, these folks already have their mindset that, okay, he's guilty, yep. he's going to go. Yep. He's going to go. As soon as they hear the case. So even even, even and, the and, jury. And jury, ahead. nobody wants to go to jury duty. So it's like, all right. We just hear case. Oh, he's guilty. Yeah, right. yeah. Just get me off the child. Get gonna, me out of here. I gotta. I gotta go back to to work. <laughs> like, right. It's just. It's unfair as hell. Yeah, that's a little trick that they have. On some slick shit. Like just, just think about the whole psychological. Just think about the planet it's take into making these laws effective. The, psych, the, the there was a sick mentality. The psychological mentality of these people. It was sickening because. They chose to have this system like this. Pick a jury, like you know, they're saying pick a jury that we know is not going, not going to care about yeah. the person. I say it like this: nothing is hard when money is involved. I was just as soon as you know you can make a lot of money, it don't matter how much planning you got to do, how much work you got to put it. It don't matter as right. long as there's a dollar involved. People will make it happen. Right, dollar and, and, a whole and bunch that, of that's for everybody, everybody and anybody, but. This is to a, a different extent. This is to the, the inhumane treatment of people. Right. And the dehumanization. The whole system of American society is set up to put people of color two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten steps behind. Constantly. Mm-hmm. And it's been ingrained for hundreds and hundreds of years. So for you to not be realizing this, it's sad. It's yeah, sad. and it worked. Yeah. Yeah, it's still working. Still working. Still working. Still flourishing. Sad as that sounds, business is booming. That's tough. That's the point. You know, that's how we got this podcast going on. Wake y'all up. Like, nah, was it Nas who said that? Well, nah. I think it was from the Boondocks, the the intro. When he was like, um, I forgot. Never mind. But he was was something like, oh, um, sparking your mind. Some shit like that. I don't remember. Need to watch that joint again, but. Basically, it's to, it's to wake people up and enlighten y'all because a lot of stuff that y'all don't realize, we see it. Right. And we're not, like I said before, once you enlighten yourself and you educate yourself, you don't want to keep it to yourself because then you're not being wise. If you want to be wise, you want to have wisdom, 
apply that knowledge, share with others, educate others. What people gotta realize is when once you help somebody, they're they're more inclined to help you. Yeah. So right. if if they if you have a million dollars and you help somebody else make a million dollars, when you have zero dollars, they'll be more inclined to help you make your million dollars back. Right. This is easy, simple math. That's tough. Yo, yeah, he's tough. Y'all wanna get to this Q and A real quick? Hold on. Let me see. Alright, um, I guess we can do the Q and A now, but this is gonna be a little iffy. So, um, can you? Can somebody please still enlighten me about this Nick Cannon situation, just to have it clear? Cause I, I'm, I still haven't even looked at it. Basically, it's a podcast. Uh huh. I'm, I'm not gonna give you the whole details because there is a Q and A question about it. But basically, as a podcast, said some things that were a little bit ignorant in the start, talking about how melanin is, makes us more compassionate, or whatever. That was a little ignorant. It does not. But no, no, no! I'm saying uh, melanin does not. Yeah, yeah, it's equal compassion. It was, it was a little, it was a little ignorant statement. But he said some stuff about how white people would act more savagely to conquer and do a whole bunch of other stuff. And then he was talking about some other guy who promotes anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. He didn't say this himself. Like he, he never, from what I've seen, he never actually made any anti-Semitic statements. Uh, I'm still waiting for somebody to check me on that. Cause I, yeah, I I'm just waiting for people to give me the proof. Cause yeah. all I've heard is this little five-minute clip of him talking about how white people are savages because of what they did to us yeah. but I've never heard him say anything anti-Semitic yeah. and I haven't been able to, to medi- I mean educate myself because I haven't been able to find the podcast okay. like the whole podcast because he took it down but I'm just waiting for somebody a news article a vlog somebody to let me know what he said that was so anti-Semitic because yeah. if we're basing this off this five minute clip there was nothing anti-Semitic about that five minute clip I really wanted to see what he said because a lot of people were quote unquote offended by it, but I really didn't see nothing. So I'm still waiting for somebody to fetch. And Hondro, Hondro uh, pointed this out to me uh, yes, no, yesterday. He was like, "How did he get fired so like quick? Like they was on it. They was on it." So wait, before before we dive into this anymore, let's talk about the Q and A section. Let's handle that first. But uh, a viewer wanted to, wanted us to talk about colorism. Shout him so, out. What's your name? Nah, I'ma keep it. I'ma keep it on the low. You know, I, I don't think they want to be known at this moment. You know? <laughs> but um, whoever said that, uh, good looking out. But um, do y'all know what colorism means? Everyone y'all? Yeah, it's like yes. It's like lighter people in the black community say, oh, I don't like that person because they're too dark or whatever. Alright, so I'm gonna give y'all the definition, the certified I don't definition, know the re- actual definition. The definition of colorism is a practice of discrimination. By which those with, with lighter skin are treated more favorably than those with darker skin. This, pro- this, this practice is a product of racism in the United States. Da, 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 that's what I'm gonna say. But yeah, this this is I have a little colorism I, test I do. I experience this. I got experience little, this everywhere, bro. I got a little colorism test I do to colorism see test. who is colorist in the room. Okay, so oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna go from Hondro down oh, back to wow, me. So this high. I'm gonna give y'all a general scenario, right? This is just in the form of we talking about women, just women for now. So, out of all the women you've ever seen in your life, whether it be on Instagram, in person, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, I don't care. In the black, in the black community, right? Who are the quote-unquote prettiest girls you've seen in all your lifetime? In a general sense, are they light skins, brown skins, or dark skins? What's your yeah. statement? Big Hans. Light skin. Light skins. Uh, Courtney. Seen a lot of light skins and brown skins. No cap. Andrew Wilson. Raymond Brown. Don't lie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, from what society shows me, don't, 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 don't don't put no society. (laughs) I ask you a really simple question. In a general sense, from all you've seen in your life, Facebook, Twitch, in person, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, Mm -hmm. in a general sense, with black women. Who are the prettiest women, quote unquote, that you've seen? In my opinion. Yes. My dark skin. Oh, you're saying who are the prettiest? In your opinion. Yes. Oh, no, 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 no. Hell? Oh, dark skins are cute as hell, but I'm so, like, from what I've seen. Yeah, from what you've seen. From what all you've seen. I see is light skins and brown skins. Right, right. That's I, why, that's I never, I, mean. I barely see any dark, that's what like, I'm saying. dark like, skins. That's society that we live in. You know what I'm saying? They promote the light skin. If you push this towards me, that's all I'm seeing. Then. Right. So answer, answer my question, Andrew. Uh-huh. Give me the same answer you gave me right. two days ago. 
Don't switch up now. The same answer. Wait. The same, the same answer. Wait. I said, wait. Wait. Bro, just say it. Oh. See the answer. Oh. The same answer. Is I'm saying what society has showed me is the light skin. So I spread more to the light skins growing okay. up. Okay. But my preference okay. now. Andrew, look. Hold on. Let me, let me say something. Let, 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 no, no, let me explain. Let me explain. Andrew, look. This is. This is. Look. This is not really your fault. All right. That's what he's asking right. us. Because it's not really like. It's, it's not like something It's just something that was ingrained in us When we exactly. were raised like that We're all on yeah. the same page That's what I'm saying What's society Yeah so has, stop trying to say yeah, society yeah, Just say it just say We're it. all guilty Just answer just We're answer. all so society, guilty So society didn't ingrain that In listen. our brain Redo Redo Hondro Lightskin Courtney One word Andrew One word Andrew One word Lightskin Okay Raymond Lightskin No you like white <laughs> Yo, wow. Wow. Don't change up. Don't switch up. Hit wow. Yo. Don't switch I'm going to say this for the second time for the second week. I'm going to say this. I love black women. Black women. I don't discriminate, but me personally, I'm a black woman guy. Me too. I love black women. Don't, don't put me on this Women who look like who have my skin tone. Don't say no white. I love everybody. But no, he's lying. I don't know what I was capping. What I would say though is, like, whenever I go on Instagram, I don't on my explore page or anywhere. I don't. Right. I never see. I barely see any dark skins. But dark skins, I won't say that they're, they're not ugly. They're, yeah. they're dark skins let are me, valid. Let me get to it. This oh, this little test is showing that us subconsciously mm. we've been ingrained for a long ass time to put people who have lighter complexions mm-hmm. on a higher uh, level than right, people who are darker. Right. It doesn't take away from the... F- I've seen a whole bunch of pretty-ass uh, dark-skinned women. Mm, Brown-skinned women. But the fact that... from even It goes back to slavery. Think about it. That that the field... The field slave, right? The field slave... The field slave was usually a darker one out in, the, out in the fields doing the hard labor work. The lighter slave is the house Negro. He stays in the house a lot more. Neat, tidy, kept clean. Exactly. Had the opportunities to be kept clean. Exactly. So even even from then, it's been it's been established as if the lighter you are, the better you are, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And that's not true at all. That's that's bogus. Mm-hmm. I straight bogus. Right. But we all we all are literally living proof right. of this theory. Yeah. Because we all literally just said white skinned right. women. But I was agreeing with you, brother. I, I no, yeah, no, no. Fix your statement though. Who like white women? Who who? Ray don't like white women. He oh, do right. like his light skins love- though. He do like Listen, I love everybody <laughs> But I'm a black woman guy I love all shades of black right. But like he, said, he, he just said We all said this I'm not the only one Hondro said it Courtney said it sure. You said it I said it Light skins right. But It doesn't take away from the fact that I would date a, I would date a, a yeah. dark skin girl I'm You're dating a brown sad. skin girl right so, The last two girls I talked to Was dark skin So <laughs> With all of that that, that that just shows us that just shows us that it's been instituted in us subconsciously to put people who are lighter than us on a higher level. Right. And this is just a talking on the form of attraction. We're not talking about nothing like economic status or financial status or power. Mm. Literally just talking about attraction. So with that, we have to realize that we're all black, bro. Every single one of us, whether you're light skinned, you're a hazel bro. Like, I don't want to hear that. Like, you're you're black. I'm sorry. <laughs> they making right. all these different shades like, and shit. Think about you're this. black, bro. With with apartheid in South Africa. With it. The reason why that lasted so long, it wasn't because of the white folks. Yeah, they 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 brought the institution. They they set it up. They founded it. But they caused division between the black people because they would put them all in different ethnic groups. And then once you put once you group people into certain groups and you have clash clashing ideas and clashing ideologies. That, that causes rift between the groups, but they're all black. So it was like, I'm from this tribe. I'm not gonna rock with you because you're from, from you're from the other tribe. Right. But in reality, the only oppressor that y'all should be fighting towards is the white people who was putting y'all down. But because they was like, okay, you're this ethnic group. We're gonna call you this. We're gonna call you that. We're gonna call you you this. That causes division. And when you're when you're when you're in a divided state, you're not as strong as if you're together. That's why in South Africa it lasted so long. Everybody was like, I'm this, not that. I'm this, right. I'm that. Right. So, like I'm saying, with colorism, we need to fix this. Because we're all black. Mm-hmm. We need to stop putting these light-skinned girls, quote-unquote, to be the more pretty ones. Because that's not true. Yeah. That's not true. The only way to fix colorism is to look deep inside and see what is my preference. Look, at, look, look within yourself. What do I prefer? Because 
what, what do I prefer to be with? Like, me personally, I don't have no preferences. I don't discriminate, but I do love my dark skin. However, I don't discriminate. Like, I'll, I'll vibe with someone off mentality. I like, I like um, intellectual love. <laughs> but anyways, uh, all up, Andrew. More power to you. Um, we're gonna <laughs> talk about get on this man. We're gonna be talking about. We don't have any more questions. Those are the Q and A questions. Oh, that's all of them. Yeah. Was, uh, okay. I mean, I got some Nick too. Nick Cannon. Yeah, you bring you can bring yours up too. But we're gonna talk about the Nick Cannon situation. Cannon. So we was talking Cannon. about this earlier. Couple seconds ago. Like I said, I don't, I don't know what he said exactly that was anti-Semitic, mm. but the fact that pointed uh, out Viacom, Viacom cut ties with him. After, mind you, you know why? We all know why now. Yeah. He generated over five hundred million for Viacom CBS, but they were so easy to cut ties with him over some really broad, really non-exact, quote-unquote, anti-Semitic statements. This is the word. It's like there's there's this rule I see somebody post on IG called the I'm white, so it's right. Oh. They love doing this thing where it's like because I'm white, I don't have to explain it to you. I'm white, I say so. Like. Point out what he said So we all know Cause we all We're all in the street We're all in the street We all wanna know What he said That was anti-Semitic I don't know I'm confused You said he took it down Yeah he took the podcast down oh, Of course wow. he can take it down For money You know It's business reasons That he, he was trying to um, Fix right now yeah. But I, I heard that too It was like um, So like They just said Oh he said something Anti-Semitic But they didn't show up With the proof Exactly Like bro What did the bro say Like show me and uh, if y'all wanna, if y'all wanna really show us, quote unquote, email thedontalk24 Please, we really wanna know. Or follow us I'm at thedontalk24ig, cause we we're really confused. We we would love to know what what exactly he said, because all of us are in the dark about what he said. We still wanna find out, cause you can't just be like, oh, he said something anti-Semitic with no factual proof. So point out what he said, and then. Uh, let us know Cause I need Wilder now bro That's my show It's the nuts If they put a host That's not black Nick Or, or yeah. interesting I'm I'm, I'll it. never watch that show A day in my life Ryan Ever Seacrest. again Ain't you from American also, Idol? Fendi oh, Ryan no, Seacrest No, no, no. I'm good off yeah, that. Nick was like Nick had it pop right. Nick had it pop I came there for the comedy Not the yeah. singing nah, Nick, Nick had it valid And he made all the money for them And they was like Yeah we're not gonna go with you no Cause you said some Facts, and, he, and he put people cool on That you would never things. Never know of A he lot of black people jobs like, A lot of black people jobs Who would've been broke DC Young Fly Wouldn't be as popping As he is without yeah. Wilding Out Yeah Yeah he had, he has his own Movement going on with, with Vine and all that, yeah, but he would not yeah. be where he is right now with um with Chico Bean and um and Carlos Miller with the, the eighty five South show. No, yeah, you right. So it's just like you're bringing somebody else like Ryan Seacrest. Who the hell? No, bro, I ain't watching that. You some soul in there, bro. Eddie Jones, deep. Like he was, he was mad. He was mad. Chill, American Idol. That's all I remember him from. But I, I that's like but it's just you know this it, ain't this ain't American. Right, this ain't American <laughs> Idol. This, 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 this ain't this, this ain't that. This is a show. I'm I'm damn near say directed towards the black community. Yeah, it was. We help. need we need a black host, bro. Yeah. I'm sorry, or at least somebody who's interesting, somebody who's funny, somebody who's, yeah. who's intriguing. Don't just take no singer or host of uh, American Idol. Like yeah, we're gonna put you here. See if this works. You know, it's just that, and he, like you said, like y'all said earlier, he was putting like black people on. Yeah. You know, they probably didn't have a choice. They were just talented. Nobody was recognizing them. Yeah. And then Nick put them on. You know, shout, shout out to Nick Cannon. And we all like we all learning. We all he said that himself. We all learning. Nobody's perfect. You can be thirty. You can be forty. You don't know everything. Nobody knows and, everything. And, and you know? eventually, if you're spreading, if you're talking, like on. Even on a podcast or anywhere for a certain amount of time, you're always gonna say something if you yeah. not popular or yeah. if you say or something, something wrong, that you, something that you might not mean at yeah. the current moment or something. Like y'all should have corrected the man, and be like, I at least let him apologize. Yeah. Like, but y'all like, nah, nah, you're, you're, you're out of here. Three strikes, you're out. They they get one. I ain't even get to the bat yet. Fuck, you talking about three strikes? One strike, bro. <laughs> one. All the people out of here say some some bogus and racist stuff. Okay. And getting uh. Well, so our next question is, top five hip hop albums of all time. Who wanna go first? Now me, uh, I, I'm gonna say this right now. I don't count myself as a true hip hop fan. Drake fan. I, I I was just 
He's with the time. He's with the time. He's with the current time. I'm with yeah. the current time, so I can't really, I can't, I couldn't really give that to y'all because I don't listen to music from all times. Like, well, damn. Uh, I don't I'm listen a, to all the old artists. Like, I don't. I gotta go. I don't to listen to a lot 20. of Nas. I don't listen to Tupac. Like, I'm a, I got my top five. I got my top twenty best rap artists of all time. Five albums. Five. I know, I know, I know. I'm right. stemming off. I'm about to, I'm about to spam talk, talking myself. Like, I'm going to my favorite rap artist to see which one of my albums is my favorite. Damn. I'll go first. Right. Well, y'all should know this. My first, my my top five. It's not in any Pop. order. Let's let's hear this. Um, it's probably about to be all five Pac out. <laughs> all eyes on me by Tupac, of course. You know, um, me against the world by Tupac, of course. Illmatic by Nas, okay. Understand. Um, are you still down by Tupac? Jesus. And Tupac. Um, I have one more. Hold up. I have one. More. Can we get? Can we get a Biggie album? I'm a Biggie fan, but oh, and the Don Illuminati album by Pac. Mm. That's my top five. This guy. My, my top, my top five. Okay, Andrew, let's go. One, Nas, Illmatic. Two, Gangstar, Moment of Truth. That's hard. Three, The All Eyes on Me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Four, you better say me against the world. Four, you better say me against the world by Pac. Me against the world. You know you want to say it. Come on. Me against the world. No, bro, nah. I love pop. What can bro. I, I, I like Please stop. My other fit. I'm not. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to. It's hard, bro. All time. Me against the world. Yeah, that, that's hard, bro. Like I'm. All time. That's mad hard, bro. Because at this point, I'm going favoritism. If that's the case, I would go with that AZ Actually, album. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the um. The Are You Still Down album back by Pop. Even though I love Pop to death. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, um, All Eyes On Me, on mm-hmm. Omatic 2, Don Clue 93, um, Nas, uh, uh, should I, actually, I'm gonna go to Pimp Butterfly by Kendrick, 4, and I'm gonna go Section 85, like, yo, you stole, oh, oh, why would you do that, I was gonna, alright, I got my complete top five now, so it's the Illmatic 1, mm-hmm. Moment of Truth 2, all eyes on me, three. Yes, sir. Pieces of a black man, AZ. Can't that's, that's could, hard as hell. <laughs> and number five. You know I gotta go with number five. Young Nudie? The Chronic. Oh, I'm about to say. <laughs> I thought he was about to say that. Young Nudie. I'm about to say Young Nudie. I'm about to say Andrew, you gotta say it one time for the one time. Word. Young Gang Gang Nudie. Nudie, man. <laughs> nah, Young Nudie. Shout out to Young uh, Nudie, bro. Me, you know, uh, my album's gonna be completely. Different from y'all, cause my excuse before, before, before you guys, before you guys judge me. Yo, chill. Let me talk. Let me talk. First off, shout out to Logic. He is nice. All right, he is nice rapper. Thank God. Shout out to Logic. He about to retire. Yeah, he about to retire. But look, but look. Yo, chill. Chill, chill. All right, listen, 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 listen. All right, so you know, I came to give you a little background story real quick. I came to the US in 2012. So the music I listen. You know, I'm a foreigner, so it's like I don't, I don't, I'm not really cultured like that with the, with the hip hop up here, so, you know. Yeah, so my first, well, I don't really have, I don't have an order either. So, I'm going to say to Pimp a Butterfly. To Pimp a Butterfly, not Pimp. He's pimp. I said, said that. Said I said pimp. Oh, all right. Show him, bro. Show him, bro. All right, all right. You know he's illiterate. We from crazy for that. All right, all right. Can I, can I? It's, it's my turn. I'm, 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 yeah. Hear him out. That's what I'm talking to. It's my turn. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, you know, uh. Dang. So we got to pimp a butterfly. I don't know. Butterfly. Oh, good kid, Mass City. Okay. That's hard. That's hard. Better say some pot. What's the J. Cole joint? I don't even know the name. That's crazy. Um, I'm sorry. I am sorry as hell. What's that joint? Oh, oh, sin- a sinner. Born sinner. Born sinner. That's respectable. That's respectable. Oh, gotta add some gun on there. I'm sorry. Hell no. Wait, wait. We talking about rappers or artists? The best. It's the same. Hip-hop Top five hip hop albums of all, all time. time. Hip hop albums. Like, Gun, I mean, Gunna. hey, Gunna. This is his opinion. I don't, bro. I, I don't. Gunna, listen, but... listen, listen, listen. I don't. 
look, I'm looking at my look right now. I'm looking at my my playlist, my songs right now. Right. So I can't really like. Yeah, I mess with Gunner, but he, yeah, he I mean nowhere near. Right, so right, right, cool, cool, cool. Before take. you finish, though, this was off the this was out, out on, the, on the fly. Yeah, yeah it's random as hell. So, I didn't even have time to think. Like so off the dome. Yeah. Mine is solid though. Not Yo, in that order. Yeah, 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 some rappers, man. Y'all gotta listen to like old rappers. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Alright, right, right. hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not done. Alright, I only got three. Wait, right. I got two or three. You got three. You got three. So what's your last uh, two? Ooh, ooh. The uh, dang. What's that joint called? The last album J Cole dropped. That joint. I don't forgot the name. KOD. 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 There you go. That's my fourth. Well, it's not my fourth because it's not in order. Okay. <clears throat> I can respect that. Uh, He's got the best. <laughs> Logic ain't trash, he just ain't my type. Not my type either. I got respect for that man, but it's not my type. He can spit, but he just ain't spitting what I want to hear. You ready? You ready for the last one? Logic. Yo, who's phone? phone? That's not mine. It ain't me. I'm trying to dig. Wait. Yeah, it is you, Andrew. Boy, that was you, boy. Shoot. Alright, but my last one, my last one. Can you can you rephrase that sentence again? Can you restate it? A lot clearer. Hey, I already said it, bro. I don't gotta say it. I didn't hear you. I believe he said drip season three. Look, look, you're gonna have to listen. Listen, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to uh, re-listen to the podcast. To hear what I said. Drip I believe he said drip season. Alright, man, Courtney, we're talking about Courtney right now. You ain't talking about me. Drake, 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 and Drake. I can't wait to hear this. Straight Drake. Straight Drake. I, I bet my life on this straight drink. So my my actual list, uh-huh. I'll give you my actual list, uh-huh. and then my, my political list. You know? Political list. Yeah, my political. Oh, okay. List. Well, not my political. My, my my social list. What I tell the people. So my my actual list is uh, take care. Nothing was the same. Drake. Drake. If you're reading this, it's too late. Uh, views. What was that three or four? Say Drake, man. Just say Drake. Just say Drake. Just say Drake. Scorpion. Jesus Christ. Just say Scorpion. Scorpion. Yeah. Yeah. So he. All the Drake albums and right, stuff. And then, and then, and then Drake, the, Drake. The, the actual list. I give it to the political list. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing was the same. Good Kid, Mad City. To all these rappers now, so definitely my list will change in the future. I just have to, you know, I'm starting, I'm, I'm starting to listen to Nas, and I'm gonna end up listening to Tupac, you know, all, all, right. these, all these good rappers, you know. So my list will definitely change. Right now, this is just kind of ignorant, Alejandro, you know, you know, right now, it's ignorant, Alejandro. We'll, we'll come back to top five albums a lot later. We don't have to. I'm not really a, a real hip hop fan. You feel my, me? I don't, I'm, a, I'm a new school type of person. My, my joint not gonna change either. Bro. Yeah, this is. What is it? Yeah. Episode 3? Big Don Vibes. It's 3. Nice 3. Is it? Okay. Episode 3. Episode 3. Don Talk. You know the vibes. It's the Big Don himself. The Big Step. Big Ray. To the left of me. Got Dr
Oh, don't forget. Oh, oh, oh. oh God, y'all. Actually, no. I'm getting tired of saying this, bro. Shout out, shout out to Christian. You know, uh, this is like my job now to say shout out Christian. Every shout day. out Christian. Shout out to Christian. Christian. All love, though. All love. Yeah. Well, this has been episode three. Well, you know, let them fuck with us. You know, we are on Apple Music. I mean, Apple, yeah, Apple Podcast now. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. We are on Apple Podcast. That's at, not at the Drip Don. The Don Talk. You gotta type in Don Talk Season One. Yeah, you gonna you gonna see the drip Don's on there. We on there. Man. We, we we official. Man, cool. Man, smooth. Know the vibes, but we are official. It's episode three of the Don Talk. Um, you know, we stay dripping. We stay smooth. We stay Tune fly. in next week. We're gonna have a special guest. Yeah, we're not gonna tell y'all though. That's a I'm secret. Not tell ya. But y'all stay safe out there. And before we leave, uh, the justice for Rashard Brooks. You know, damn near has my name. First half, so I'm kind of passionate about this. And don't forget about Omar Arbery or Breonna Taylor, Breonna Taylor, or George Floyd, George Floyd, and all the others that we can't name. So, you know, justice for all these people. You know, rest in power. Keep fighting the fight, man. Keep fighting the fight. Peace, love, positivity. Share, so, post, like, tweet, do whatever you gotta do to, to spread the word. Sir, this has been episode three. <laughs>